Kifkin carefully sifts through a pile of dirt and decomposing vegetable matter with a curved forked stick. His eyes narrowed in concentration. Soundlessly, his mouth moves while he digs, like he's whispering some secret message into the compost pile. The stick in his hand hooks something solid, a fragment of bone perhaps, and a smile creeps across his face. The old half-elf drops the stick on the ground and plunges his hand into the loose dirt, tongue sticking out, and grabs something. There you are, you sneaky little fella. Come to Kifkin. Come to Kifkin. As Kifkin pulls something round and green up from out of the compost pile, the door of the nearby cabin slams open with a sudden kick. The half-elf yelps and scrambles backwards, clutching what looks like a fist-sized gourd to his chest, eyes wide with panic. A second, nearly identical-looking half-elf, who was perhaps a few years older, burst from the cabin, face red with rage. What in the hells are you doing in my worm castings, you insufferable walking worm casting? Delpin, hello. I thought you were out. I was just feeding your worms. They cry out in the night. Gifkin, come rescue us from your useless, neglectful brother. He doesn't feed us, and he smells of motor oil. You've insulted me for the last time, you overgrown sack of unsustainably harvested peat moss! In a flash, the elder brother transforms into a warthog and charges off of his front porch. This is Pot Against the Machine. Pot Against the Machine. Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine, the only actual play podcast that does its decapitations exclusively with small hammers. I'm your host, and here's everybody. Isn't that how, like, what are those people who sculpt things called? Or they, not sculpturists. Sculptors? Not yeah, sculptors. Andy like Dufresne. a sculptor. Hammerers. <laughs> the point is, Asher is an artist. Yeah. Also, I mean, it's a light hammer. It doesn't say that it's a small hammer. It could be a very large or normal size. hammer. You know, it could be like a Gallagher hammer, but it's so light. Are those things they give out basketball games? Anyway, hello. Hey. (laughs) Just a novelty watermelon smashing hammer. Also good for decapitation. I was about to ask why there's a dead thing in here, but I forgot we took the head with us. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah. asserted our dominance over Yadinve by riding it through town, uh, mm-hmm. as we are wont to do. Why wouldn't we? Yow. <laughs> always be funny to me. Um, well, yeah, as alluded to previously on the program, our party collected their kill, the Yao Guai. Um, after several attempts, they took its head back from Jevik's farm um, after confirming that Jevik was indeed dead and he had not left behind anything of particular value. Uh, They brought the head back to um, Red Fang, not Red Tooth, not Red Maw, earned his trust and um, profuse apologies as he felt super bad for ignoring the uh, cries for help that eventually 
ended in the farmer's death. But on the plus side, you got a sweet cloak out of it. And um, you got the favor of a member of the town council and the keeper of High Hope. He then um, divulged some information regarding what's going on in the town. There's a weird metal guy who showed up and got locked away for being a technical league spy, but they since confirmed that he was not the technical league spy. There's a, a different spy for the same technical league um, loose in the town. And um, he's still imprisoned anyways, basically, because everybody hates machines. And they brought you to him, and uh, you met this drifter who let you know that he is um, just a guy who has to stop some zills. And there are zills. There are so many zills to deal with. And, you know, he can't do it while he's locked up, but he's got to obey the law. You can't betray the law. I respect that. And um, then I think you were about done for the day and went back to High Home to spend a free night. That's where we are now. And now, uh, in fond remembrance of Olivia Newton-John, we will sing You're the One That I Want, but replace Chills with Zills. Mm-hmm. I've got Zills. They're multiplying. No, nobody else. <laughs> no, keep no, going. That, that, that was a good we're, we're letting you go. No, yeah. I lost control. <laughs> <laughs> that was electrifying. I cast grease. Ah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the one that I wanted. So it's it's nighttime. We haven't slept yet. We are assumedly bedding down. Uh, one presumes. I mean, is, was there anything you wanted to accomplish before going to bed, as they say? Uh, Bricks just wanted to approach Kira, uh, kind of away from uh, old old Redmouth, and be like, uh, Big Stuff, um, that magic should be wearing off sometime in the next couple hours, so you might want to put the dogs to bed in the airless bag. You know. Kira's confused for a second. Is, oh, yes. Yeah, got it. Okay. And just tucks the tucks the dogs into the bag of holding. <laughs> there you go. Good night. This is where they sleep. It's uh, for their comfort and ours. They're void chihuahuas. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, it didn't turn it off. So everything in the bag of holding is destroyed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, just brutal. Just throw a couple pee pads in there, too. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> that was it. I just didn't want, you know, him to be like, oh, hello, let's go to, oh, God, what's that? Oh, God. In, in the morning, and Kira's just cuddling their chainsaw like they normally do. Mm-hmm. Takes out a laser gun and shoots the lot of you. Ah, hypocrisy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, Can we for- roll to see which bed would be most inappropriate to occupy for the night? Um, I mean, you can try, but there's not really any inappropriate beds here. They're kind of all four travelers. Oh, yikes. Um, Ugh, so okay. It's, it's a weird situation where, like, you can just pick a bed and it's okay. I'm afraid you haven't been in town long enough. Okay, I mean, that's fine for tonight. Uh, yeah, I, like, I guess uh, before we come back tomorrow, we can break into someone's home and steal their bed. We'll take it back with high home to high home with us, so it's not like rude, but yeah. Okay, thank you, Sam. I appreciate that. 
I can leave all of this in. I'm sure the audience wants to know. <laughs> I'm just going to curl up and fall asleep on this uh, row of sinks over here in the corner. Since you said we could sleep anywhere. You said it, Sam. You said that. <laughs> well, you do have run of the place. And if Alwyn likes the feeling of porcelain on his disturbingly symmetrical fe- features, then, you know, have at it. Yeah, uh, Brixbo beds down. He cannot afford to scribe any more scrolls <laughs> for some time. All right. Well, um, things are quiet in Idenvay. There, you don't have the sort of familiar torch sounds of the ever-burning fire and like the various machinery that might run through the night. You don't have the um, familiar scrap wall sounds of the clockwork chapel gears just constantly running and clanging into each other and grinding and clicking and all that good stuff it's pretty quiet here over the course of the night um asher could you just give me a a will save real quick that's not a perception check all right it's a 25 oh that's pretty good and um, uh, how about Kira? Can I get a, a will save from Kira? Oh, I thought it was just going to be a fun Asher thing. Uh, that is oh, a 12. 12. Uh-huh. That's not as good as a 25. All right, well, morning comes, um, as it always does, to the sounds of Charlie the Lizard Folk's Chicken Emporium, um, bustling with chickens and elk presumably and um you all wake up everything is you know it's normal normal stuff asher fixes a gun nothing's wrong in the world <laughs> everything's normal uh, brixby does a extend uh lesser extend rod disguise weapon um to to bring our little babies back to us and then kira will pull 38 chihuahuas from the bag of holding Good morning. They all look slightly different now than the ones that were there yesterday. Do they have brindle chihuahuas? I would like at least one of those. I'll look it up. No one, no one's dressed. Yes, they do. Uh, dang it, Zach. Still look it up. It doesn't I matter will. if they're real ones or not. This is magic. They're like the idea. Like every time the spell is cast. It's slightly different. So it's just every day she's got a different group of, chihuah- of chihuahuas <laughs> nailed to this board. But you, it's fantasy, you guys. It makes sense. It's what we will say to the townsfolk. She's different than technology, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. No, it was just a uh, just a gun a gun count update that we now have only three broken pistols. Asher has two. Ice functional pistols on his one on each holster five in the bag that are all working so down to only three broken guns i have a yeah. lot of questions about gun storage surely they can't just be tossed in a bag right? oh they're t- it's a masterwork backpack i mean and have you seen how they carry guns in the matrix i guess yeah it's a lot of duffel bags <laughs> Mm-hmm. Lots okay, of duffel fair. bags. And I mean, who needs Baron's bullets when we have Asher's armaments, right? Just... <laughs> We're Asher's. A- I was going with Asher's ammo, but I like armaments better. 
I, I think you run out of guns before you run out of bullets. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's tracking the guns specifically. Cause... I'd love to have an update once we're at the point where you have more guns than you have ammo on you. I don't know if my carrying capacity can handle that. Each one has one bullet. <laughs> We've got a separate bag of holding just filled with guns. <laughs> um, so we had two things on the docket this morning. Meeting the Elderman and then going northwest to Mine Town. Elderman? Yeah, it was the... Elderman. The... The elderman of the Dead Eye Council, but not the entire council, just ah. the one. The one dude. And now that it's morning, I don't suppose we see a Vargas anywhere. Because of how he's dashed. Uh, there does not appear to be a Vargas in town at the moment. We've like reached the point where Rix could just cast extended silent image in the morning, and that could just <laughs> Hey look, he's Follow back. I mean as talkative as ever. Hmm, true. We could check headache though. He could they maybe he came at night and he's over with the Varesians partying. Classic mm -hmm. Vargas. Classic just, Vargas. Dancing with scarves, absolutely <laughs> <his> style. <laughs> he's been retraining into a bladed <laughs> scarf battle dancer. Yeah. And a Shavik dancer, yeah. I know he's a, yeah, no, he's a uh, dervish dancer now. <laughs> Kira's going to leave a note. I'm just like, Dear V, we are talking to old man and then going to mine. Love, K. Uh, and then we'll draw just a, like a terrible map. That's just an arrow and then points to an X. Vaguely <laughs> northwest. <laughs> Vaguely. And those are, those are the only two things on the map are the arrow and the X. <laughs> it's particularly made great because Sam made a point to tell us that uh, our map was impeccable and excruciatingly detailed that we were given by the drifter. So I like that Kira has a great reference and is like, oh, yeah. Uh, I can wing it. She just sort of glanced at it and then did it by memory. Just grabbed a bar napkin and said, there we go. <laughs> the only problem being, I mean... You're telling Vargas that you're going to see an old man. I mean, who's older than oh, that's Vargas? True. It's, oh, I was say it's, it's Gary Oldman. <laughs> ah, okay. ah, yes. Again, he's 54. <laughs> Good. Gary God. Oldman? No. <laughs> Pretty sure Gary Oldman is 68. Yeah, he's not Gary Youngman. That was a guess. <laughs> Well, uh, when you come out into the common area of High Home in the morning, there's like a, a broadsheet printed newspaper um, set up on each of the tables. Looks like somebody delivered it very early on while you were either still sleeping or getting prepped. Take, take a peek at that, just in case there's any fun news. Well, fun thing. The lead story contains a rather unflattering sketch of a group of four people, all of whom look very angry and just like really, really dirty and uh, laden with repin weapons and dripping with blood. And it's a very crude sketch, but it, you know, it looks vaguely like the four of you. Um, and then the headline is, Vagabonds wander into town, or do they? 
The team of four exceedingly shady individuals rode into town yesterday and pointed themselves straight at the boneyard, no doubt familiarizing themselves with the place they intend to send so many of our fair, dead-eye-worshipping citizens in the coming days. Are they reinforcements, sent by the Technic League to rescue their bumbling agent from meeting the justice he deserves, or are they merely common ruffians looking to stir up trouble in our paradise? Rest assured, dear reader, this reporter is on the case. In the meantime, it seems they've been making a nuisance of themselves, harassing members of the Deadeye Council along with local farmers. We're investigating a reports that they attacked innocent, beloved old farmer Jevik as well. More on that story as it develops. And then, you know, Is there a name under, like, libel. a <laughs> byline here? Oh, it's just, like, signed editor, Old Stag Daily. Okay, uh, well, I'm adding Mucker a third thing <laughs> <laughs> Muckraker Jones. I'm excited to meet this person. And, well, you know, what happens, happens. Asher looks for the paper. Seems we should keep our eyes peeled for these four adventurers, whoever they are. Seems they may well be responsible for Jevic's death. Um, I think it's supposed to be us. But we didn't, we, well, we didn't save him, I guess. We did get a head from the thing that killed him. That's something. We should show that head to the editor of the paper. That will seem not threatening at all. Yes, perhaps when they wake up in the morning, you could be in bed with them. Sort of a message. (laughs) Don't worry, we took care of this for you. Is Red Fang downstairs with us, or is this token? Did he just like sleep on the floor? Was he like, "I'm going to bed," and then just <laughs> collapsed in his? Uh, he's probably showed up by about now. He's got his own home somewhere nearby, but you know, he came early in the morning. Um, he keeps it hidden so we can't sleep in the bed. Yeah, that's wise. <laughs> so, uh, Red Fang, we were um, perusing your. What is this? Uh, Locks news, and um, <clears throat> well, one, there's nothing about smoked salmon in here at all, which is very disappointing. Second, have you seen the cover story? Uh, he looks over at it and sort of grunts and goes, Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry too much about it, it's just Hoskett. There's, there's a reason I didn't want to talk about the drifter in front of him. You mean to tell me that pleasant individual who was keeping a record for the town was in fact intending to libelously accuse us of crimes we did not commit? Oh, that's pretty much his thing. You know, somebody comes in from outside. Why not make an enemy out of him? Sell a few more papers. I wouldn't pay him much mind. He does it to everybody. These horrible photos of us make even less sense if it was him. He knows what we look like. And he lied. That's not good newspaper etiquette. Well, or at least not great newspaper etiquette. No, what are you gonna do, sue him? Is that an option? No. (laughs) Does the new- Do we have a constitution that enshrines any right to the free press without scorching ray? Just- Theoretical question. <laughs> we could just kill him. <laughs> no. That's, that's an off can that's, that's, that's easy talking. I would strongly recommend against uh, killing any 
citizens of the town. If you're, um, you know, worried about somebody writing a mean story about you, that's one way to get significantly meaner stories, just logically. Not if yeah. everyone's dead. <laughs> it's not. It's not a solution. I'm like chaotic. Good. Good. Really stretching the definition of good there. We're focusing on the chaos. We would never do such a thing to a member of this town. However, if a group of basilisks were to find their way loose in the city, well, that would be a sight to behold. Yeah, I'd certainly like to put the William Randolph hurt on this yellow journalist, as it were. It's a, it's a little history joke about <laughs> Jeff. History, yeah. history lovers out there. <laughs> I thought Jeff was going to say we wouldn't do this, but the people in the newspaper would. <laughs> oh, you know, the newspaper man meets such interesting people. I'm going to go pause and watch Newsies. <laughs> Red Fan clears his throat and goes out. So, um, did you want to go meet the Elderman and um, have a little conversation, or are we uh, to hurt feelings over the uh, Hosket business here? I don't believe our plans have changed, Mr. Ashworth. We can meet with the Elderman. Well, he's over back in the Bell Quarter. I can lead you that way. So yeah, he will uh, lead you down back to the Bell Quarter, which is kind of the wealthier side of town. It's actually over towards where that um, Bell Tower was. Weirdly, the Bell Quarter, the Bell Tower. They're located near each other. Um, As you approach, uh, you know, not a mansion, but a nice looking house. Um, You see an, an older man sitting on the porch in front of his house. Uh, he's got like a little mug of coffee and uh, sitting there uh, watching as you all approach and he'll wave when you're still too far away to to actually talk to him and smile as you approach. Red Fang will say, uh, Ivic, these are the adventurers who just came into town. Uh, they were quite the help yesterday in dealing with a, a, a Yao Guoi who had uh, tragically killed uh, old, old farmer Jevik. And, uh, he lowers his head and um, for just a moment, you know, to sort of be respectful of Jevik and then says, uh, oh yes, um, terrible news there. <laughs> slaps a, a newspaper that's sitting on the table next to him says, I was just reading about you all, uh, Four ruffians, is it? Um, come to break your technically spy out of prison or uh, just stir up trouble? He laughs at this like he's not taking it seriously. But uh, My name is uh, Ivic Gunnett. I am the alderman of the town, head of the Deadeye Council. Uh, how about all of you? We prefer the very capable four, except for we've gone through some recent branding changes, so we're working on some new things, but I don't think four ruffians is very good. I'm so sorry. Also, hi, I'm Kira. Brixby, hi. Well met. 
Elderman Ivik. I am Asher Halich. My name is Alwyn. I met these three about a week ago. Well, it's a pleasure to meet all of you. And, um, of course, I don't pay any mind to what, um, old Hoskett has to say about you. He's, uh, dreadful when it comes to first impressions, but I understand you've made quite a, uh, mark with old Redfang here. We brought him ahead in the most respectful way possible. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> um, so, uh, what, what brings you to a fair town? We want you to let the robot guy out of prison. Uh, his face darkens a little bit and goes, that, that, that's, uh, it's a bit of a touchy subject here. We've, um, we've been having some issues, and I'm, I'm afraid your robot friend, if indeed you have any association with him, he's, uh, he's serving as a bit of a useful scapegoat right now. We'd never met him before until yesterday, I'll be honest, our curiosity was, was piqued. But no, we initially came here hoping to meet up with our friend, an old, very old, barely ambulatory colored man with burns along one side of his body and also a friend of a friend, a, a woman we believe to have come here and perhaps several weeks or more than a month ago, either still around or was in the area and now may have headed off to the north somewhere vaguely. He thinks for a second and uh, says, I don't think I've seen any scarred Kellids and um, any more information about this woman you're looking for? I, I, we've had passers-by on occasion. Do you have a name or a description or anything? Nobody does it like her. She may have been a bit secretive. Honestly, we have yet to meet her ourselves, but we we think perhaps she may have some markings, like tattoos, on her skin, and and honestly, we're just hoping to meet up with her after meeting with uh, a relative of hers. Um, he thinks for a moment and says, uh, well, I can't say that sounds familiar, but uh, when you say tattoos, do you mean, um, Kellid tribal tattoos, or... He, he looks around a bit and goes, I'll be being cagey for a specific reason here. Not specifically cagey, uh... No, I don't believe they would be of the Kellid styling. Perhaps a bit more geometric. <laughs> Kira points at her arm. Like this? Sort of. And that gets you like a, a knowing look from him and he'll lean back and, and sip his coffee. Say, well, uh, people with those particular types of tattoos tend to avoid this place on reputation. Can't say as I've seen anyone anytime recently, but... I can ask around for you, see if anybody has any ideas. If it comes up naturally in conversation, perhaps, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Uh, mostly we were looking forward to meeting up with our ancient Kellett friend. But 
When we overheard the conversations yesterday about the, you know, kind of lower his voice just a bit and say, Technic League spy, we were certainly curious as to what, what do you believe brought such a spy here and if we could assist in, in finding them, rooting them out. Um, and he'll lean forward, like, a bit more confidentially now and, and lower his voice and to sort of match Asher's and say, it's true that we've had some trouble with an infiltration of sorts. Oh, we've had a communication intercepted uh, recently uh, from a technically agent and um, well it's we know that someone's in town and uh, we've caught them twice now once before we arrested the drifter and once after so we're confident that it wasn't him and he seems an honest enough sort on his own Honestly, I'm not sure what what can be done to root them out exactly. There are um, there's a an underlying suspicion in the in this town regarding outsiders, and if the townspeople get wind that the spy is still at large, they're liable to point fingers every which way, and. Um, it might end up punishing the suspicious rather than the guilty. Dumb. I, I don't want to make the mistake we've already made and lock up another innocent person. I need to confront the spy based on fact and identify them before we take any formal action. We also need them comfortable. Which is why our seemingly extremely law-abiding friend uh, should be content to spend his time in your garrison for now. Uh, I just think if we were to let them know, it's going to take some time, Alwyn, to root this person out. We don't want them vigilant. Letting this... Uh, Drifter, go. Let them know that the hunt is on again. We want them comfortable. We want them to slip up. What about the monsters, though? Doesn't he need to be free to help get rid of them? I believe we intend to take care of that in his stead. I do hold that as a very high priority and serious threat myself, Halloween. Although, Elderman Garnet, I... I admit I'm curious, you say you've captured this person twice. You've caught them before and after the drifter, yet they managed to escape. Were you able to see any features that might help us in identifying them? Uh, we haven't caught a person specifically. leans up off of his chair and pulls a um, folded and kind of flattened piece of paper out of his pocket and um, lowers his voice a bit further. 
a hunter from our town, a, a decent man by the name of Abbott. He uh, shot a, a bird with a bow and arrow the other day, the day before yesterday. The bird came down, shattered. So mechanical in nature. And this was inside. He holds up the piece of paper. And um, he's willing to hand it over if one of you wants to take it. Sure. Uh, Asher might carefully take it and kind of turn so that he and Brixby, Brixby with the massive int, uh, might be able to. <laughs> To take a gander, is it in common? Um, it actually contains uh, the top half of the page is uh, a sketchy map of Idenvay. It's somewhere between the Drifter's map and Kira's map, like basically like the exact average of the two in terms of quality. And then uh, below it, there's a message in Androphen. Does Asher speak Androphen? He does. He, he explicitly learned it from Brixby's notes with his point in linguistics a few levels ago. Alright, well, I am going to paste it in chat and then you can read it. Locals identified Southern Springs as the source of the area's mutations and now avoid it. Afflictions consistent with mutagenic gas poisoning as you posited from Silvermount expeditions. I will explore with caution. Locals avoid the area, and my current cover would seem noticeably out of place where I discovered there. Current cover implies that it could change, perhaps. Uh, someone who could shift or magically alter their appearance. Maybe. Even a more mundane disguise, perhaps. But yes, I wouldn't rule out anything. So, um, we've taken to having a bit more activity over along the southern springs just to see if we can catch someone in the act. So far, nothing. But, uh, for obvious reasons, I'm keeping this close to the vest. Uh, what... Uh, what's happening around the southern springs, specifically? Yeah, that is... Just generally a side of town that the locals avoid. Um, as you know from our dear friend, um, Red Fang, there are some mutations that uh, come up in this area from time to time. We have some issues with the contamination of sorts from whatever it is that sits beneath this land. And, um, we do what we can to treat it and to avoid the mutant beasts that occur from time to time and not drink the water that makes horrible things happen. When did the um, group of traveling Varesians arrive? They've been here for several weeks now. I'm, I'm speculating, perhaps, based on the contents of this note, but if you'd intercepted one communication before the drifter was captured and someone's current cover would make that seem out of place. I wonder if perhaps 
One of the people in that group is, in fact, the person you're seeking. Well, we've, um, asked them questions as uh, quietly as we could, but, um, they all seem to be a long-standing group. They, um, are loyal to one another. Now, this person in this note says, I will do this, and I did that, and there's a group of a couple dozen people. I, I don't know that any one of them is separate, but uh, as I said, uh, I, it's difficult to conduct a very thorough investigation without alerting people to the idea that the spy is still at large. So, what can you tell us about the, the Southern Springs? What's their significance? Who would be there normally? Generally speaking, the only residents who normally go there are the Bardleys. They um, are a group of stonemasons. Um, the, the place is large and rocky and mostly unknown, or mostly untraveled. Um, we asked Emma Bardley before, and uh, she had hadn't seen any recent visitors, so I'm not sure who exactly would have been down there. I trust the Bardleys, certainly. Thank you. Uh, separate question. The mining operation to the northwest. Uh, these uh, people from Yadenvay show him the map if he doesn't immediately sh like show recognition at the mention of the mining camp. Yes, I know of the mining camp. They've come here on supply runs, but nothing terribly recently. They, we are the closest town to their operation. I believe they call the place Perdition, but it's not a permanent settlement, just a sort of tent village. Uh, the, uh, <clears throat> the Bardleys. Just, just wondering, uh, what makes up their clan? You mentioned one already. Well, uh, she's the, the grandmother of the crew, and her sons and um, nephews and nieces and such uh, work as uh, quarrying the stones along the bad water, and um, cutting and building as needed. But. And there's, they have a few children there. It's a fairly large family, but they um, keep to themselves, and they're, they're good people. Did you say they live nearby, or they just work there? Uh, they live uh, on what what we call the bad water or the, the broken lands. Uh, so they're the closest ones to the actual spring that the letter references. They don't worry about all of that awful stuff you talked about before, the toxic water and the mutations? Uh, they don't drink the water and uh, they do what they can to keep healthy. Do they have a well? Uh, they come into town to get their water rather than drawing from a well. Uh, there were wells over in that part of town before, but uh, everything's closed up now because water is, you know, it's bad. It's bad water. It's, it's called the bad water for a reason. Ah, it's all coming together. How often do they come to town? Can we, like, say, hey, what's up? 
heard about your water. I mean, they're not far from here. You can go and visit them if you wish. Finally, a side quest. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're going to perdition. We can see like a literal tidal wave of sail off in the horizon (laughs) getting slowly closer. Building up, building up. (laughs) So all we know of the spy situation is it sounds like possibly their main curiosity was more about the mutations in the area and not causing trouble in town. Maybe? It seems like you've gotten the sense that they're um, at least this particular missive and maybe all of the spy stuff but you know you don't really know um was concentrated on on finding the source of the mutations and which would logically follow to likely be some sort of technological thing right because that is the only reason why they technically would be interested in it Mm, right so leaky reactor underground or something something mm-hmm. like that or it's... they think it is like it doesn't necessarily have to be tech but they think it's tech totally. it's so yeah. sad when it's just yeah. pollution right it's... <laughs> oh, never mind walk away book All three the pollution. silent spring <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if they're comparing it to silver mount and we know silver mount is tech central then clearly they think or, or they've already said, hey, this is the same sort of stuff that happened here from this technology. Mm-hmm. So that gives them yeah, a good Yeah, like reason. maybe they've had similar... Yeah. Okay. How many people know that that bird was shot down? Precious few. There's um, myself, Abbott, uh, Red Fang, and then um, the four of you now. So, well... I just maybe thought you two, any looks at uh, Brixby and Asher, you can read whatever that writing is there. What if we, could we make a trap for the spy? Say, lie about how the bird was caught. Say it was coming in, not going out. Make a fake note. Try to get him to go somewhere where we know he'll be if you can fake a bird coming to town do you mean like through Hoskid or are you saying like word of mouth oh he was kind of rude to us with those really inaccurate pictures but If everyone reads his things, maybe he could say something about finding the bird. Do you still have the bird? Might we examine it? I wonder if there's any way of determining where it was coming from or where it was going to. We have the pieces of it or what Abbott was able to gather. Bricks is pretty good with stuff like that. If it's just pieces of, you know, technology. Not that we enjoy it, of course. 
but sometimes, you know, to learn the ways of your enemies, etc. Sure. It seems a little bit like... I'm not judging, but it seems a little bit like you might be a little into this technology stuff. I grew up in the woods. I grew I'm not up in old the desert. <laughs> it's not so much that I'm into the technology as that I would be interested in seeing whatever we can to put a stop to the Technic League's infiltration and trouble of your town. And if uh, any knowledge that I may have gleaned in my travels that could be useful, I'd rather put it towards that good work. And he'll um, sigh and push himself up out of his seat and takes him a, a moment because, you know, he's almost as old as Vargas and he goes up. Ah, I've just got it in here. He'll lead you into his house, which is, oh, looks like a pretty big place for only the one guy. But in the, past the main room into a sort of side study, he's got a, a table with a white sheet over it. And uh, after he, he takes off the sheet, there is um, the unmistakable appearance of a mechanical bird in quite a few pieces. Some it's people disgusting. say birds aren't real. Don't let Hoskett know about this or you'll never be able to quell that conspiracy theory. Oh, he's been on the birds aren't real train for years. Uh, Brixby rolls a 23 with a 9 on the die for his knowledge engineering. Asher rolls a nat 20 for a 32. Nice. Um, what are you looking to see on, on this? Like, what kind of information are you trying to glean? Uh, you know, how, how are we going to decode the source and destination that was programmed into this fake bird? Yeah, does it have, like, navigation controls or something? You know, a little sticker latitude, that says... longitude. <laughs> well, you know, you plug it into your geocaching app. And, yeah. Um, I mean, with that engineering check, you can tell this thing isn't... Um, it's not a clockwork bird. It's very much like a Numerian... Um, ruins origin robot but it looks like the kind of thing that's been modified by a pretty skilled hand um, and it's probably been basically engineered to function like a, a silver raven figurine of wondrous power where it can deliver a message um, or it can fly to a specific place um, and fly back to its owner But uh, it is very, very broken. Something that could be fixed with like a craft mechanical or um, I think beyond you, repair? 
I think you would need. You'd some... probably need like a craft technology or, or whatever that one is. Greater make whole, return to function, thing. Memory of function. Yeah. Yeah, you would need some some pretty serious feetage for crafting. Uh, let me see the, what the. And there's a bunch of feats involved, but you would need like a. Would mending do anything? Craft blacksmith? <laughs> no, you'd need like a, a full-on technology production lab and um, trying to find the feet. I can't find the feet in my technology guide. But there's like craft such Technological such. item. I think it's craft technological item or something like that, right? Maybe. Craft mechanical? This spell does not affect creatures, including constructs. So, yeah, mending would not work. Mending's also. I'm like assuming a that would be a construct. That's a. I mean, <laughs> it is like a zero level spell. There is no yeah. way that is going to bring back anything. Yeah. I'm going to be dope. It says it does magical. <laughs> I mean, it would be cool. If 10,000 people yeah. cast mending on it repeatedly for 400 years, <laughs> you actually need an infinite number of, of monkeys. Casting an infinite number of mendings. Typing an infinite number of hamlets. Well, because I know the only reason, because uh, I've read up on the errata on it when we were trying to figure out how to fix that laser gun, and basically, like, the only reason mending doesn't work on the ancient Numerian technology stuff is because there's a max years that it's been broken. Like, it says otherwise the spell would work on that stuff. <laughs> Dang. So, repairing it seems out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, at least There's, for the time being. Can we glean anything? Mm-hmm. Like, can we look and look under its mechano claws and see if it has a specific type of fungus growing that's only found in this one part of town to help us learn anything useful about where it came from? Just toss it in the air and see how the pieces land like how you do with coins kind of you know that thing with coins I don't think that there's really any specific thing you can do um, for for, sort of forensics on it if you had like some kind of divination spell or something enhance (laughs) just stare at it yelling enhance over and over again (laughs) speak with robot corpse um, now, I don't want to insult your deductive process or the law enforcement of this town by asking a very simple question, so pardon me, but have there been any disappearances, reappearances, anyone else coming to town that wasn't the Varegians? I understand you hold all outsiders with uh, intense scrutiny. Is there anybody, perhaps, maybe, that was part of the town before, came back, disappeared, or anything else? Maybe he's acting weird. No one I can think of. I mean, there's... Old Jevik, obviously, is was here, and now he's not. There are the travelers from the mining camp who've come and gone several times. But it's been a little bit for them. And there's the Drifter, the Verizians, and then... Perhaps someone here and there, but nothing jumps to mind. Last question. Do uh, 
the Bartleys ever use hired labor? Oh, they might. That, that would be a question for them. All right, that makes sense. Thank you. Has anyone in town had a friend or family member come to visit recently? Anything like that? Not that I know of, no. Okay. Thinking really hard about why the current cover would seem out of place. I don't I don't know that if it would that it would be one of the Verisians. It sounds like what I hear tell may be a red fish. Oh, well, no, the fish um, in the bad water are sometimes red. I wouldn't eat those. I thank you for your wisdom. Red fingers. No, they're they're fine. They're actually they're tastier than the blue ones. Takes <laughs> note of the red fang. <laughs> <laughs> One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Debilitating disease from the river. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. I don't see the problem. It's just good fish. I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> he's over there eating he's clearly. He's not even mutated. He just really needs to wash his mouth. <laughs> he's just over there eating some clearly radioactive pretzels from a bag that's glowing. Aldrin, those snacks. Never mind. Do you want one? Tempting. They they kind of numb your your whole insides all the way down. It's intense. You, <laughs> uh, you said that you found proof of a spy twice. The second time was shooting down this weird bird, but what was the first time? Oh, the first time was it started as sightings of people uh, sneaking around at night, but um, Sam can't find in his notes what the first one was. Ah, uh, yes. Sam, the avatar of a rascal. Oh, I'm going to bed, I. <laughs> <laughs> Scam it all. Oh, no. Now, the first we learned of it was in old Hoskett's paper, but... Well, it's, um... I'm going to have to find it later because I can't find it. <laughs> what if it's Come a clue? <laughs> Is it a clue? Do you remember if it was a clue? I don't think it was important enough for... Okay. If it didn't merit inclusion in Sam's notes, <laughs> yeah. I would I was probably say, it wasn't like, say that also Oh yeah, we shot something. down another bird with a different a note that had his home address on it. A second note. <laughs> this just one said, said, note forthcoming. <laughs> the said, first note said, <laughs> send all you. future notes to this house. <laughs> said, my yeah. secret identity as Carl yeah. Potato has not <laughs> been <enough>. compromised. <laughs> oh no, I said Carl Potato out loud. You did. Oh, it's Gurgiter behind the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the big reveal. Yeah. 
Okay. 87 episodes to reveal we're actually just doing a really long Brian. <laughs> no, I think we both know who is going to overtake Kevoth Cool as Black Sovereign, and it's Gregor Gerb. I thought you were going to say it's Garrett. <laughs> Clarence. <laughs> I think Clarence's meteoric rise to politics cannot be arrested. There's no stopping that man. Clarence 4716 or whenever you guys do Ooh. elections. <laughs> he as a puncher of birds. Wonder if he could tell us anything about this bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go spend several days walking to the ground. I don't know, guys. <laughs> if we had all st- stuck to his definitive anti-bird rhetoric from the get-go, his anti-bird policies, I mean, he was just trying to protect us. Yeah. He knew what was up. Yeah, so does anybody have any other ideas? Like, do we just want to abandon the search for the spy and go talk to the stonemasons? I, I think we're going to go to Zillville. Perdition. <laughs> Perdition. Perdition. I think Kira's priority is getting that guy out of prison, jail, underhouse, wherever they are. Uh, but I feel like that's not going to be assisted until post-mining, so... Or until we can find a second spy, I guess. I think finding the spy would would get him out, but Asher is more concerned of world uh, domination by evil planar baby incubators than he is of a spy wanting to know about mutations from the swamp. But nah, we got Asher. time. Yeah. Like... I, the player, think the Zill seem like a much bigger <laughs> problem. I just don't know, because Alwyn never saw What's-Her-Face, so I'm Zag not sure Mander. he quite gets yeah, Zagmander. Mm-hmm. He never saw Charmander, so he does not quite grasp how dangerous these things are, I don't think. To be fair, we took it out pretty quickly. Uh, counterpoint about if we're huddling um, before we take our surprise round on the Elderman. Um, so we huddle and then, <laughs> no, uh, listen, I start beating with the dog stick. <laughs> I, I uh, also want to get the drifter out of captivity. No one belongs behind bars. But I think uh, we're not exactly points of the broadsheet the best people to um, start this spy hunt no one's going to talk to us no one's going to tell us anything perhaps the Bartleys will later but I uh, this seems like a more immediate issue as long as the drifters in jail uh, it's unguarded up there I want very much to see him, the drifter, freed. And it is in my paladin code to fight against those who oppress or attack the innocent. But I also must protect the people of Eidenvay and really the world from this threat. Now yes, we dispatched of Zagbender with comical ease, but if Shadrax has been spawning Zill for thousands of years, we have a lot to be concerned about if she's breaking free. 
Kira nods. She was maybe skeptical when Bricks brought it up, but now that Asher is confirmed, she's like, okay, I guess those are all my good friends. Well, the microaggressions <laughs> continue. Good with a capital G. Don't do this. We're friends now. <laughs> I mean, it's also easier to make all of those low-hanging, you know, word puns with, with Zill. It's harder to do with Bodley. If I can Bodley think of a thing to make a joke about, uh yeah, let's, let's that, that was terrible. Exactly. <laughs> this is a private huddle. <laughs> get out of our huddle. <laughs> it's my town. I can huddle where I want to huddle. Get Just out. Shoulders my... in and stands in the middle. <laughs> showed you my robot bird parts. Yes, I think that white sheet covering it is all the protection we need to keep it from the eyes of Hoskett. He can't see through sheets. Certainly not, unless he is a technically spy. Or a ghost. Can ghosts see through sheets? <laughs> uh, I think I think they have to. Uh, I, I did note that Hoskett was the one who was the one talking about the sneaking around at first, so it's possible he might be a source of information. Not that I trust him farther than I can throw him, and I have a strength of nine, so that's not very far. <laughs> yeah, he's already in my head like 99% the spy. So we splitting up? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, I, I think <laughs> yeah, two so, of us will go beat Hoskett. <laughs> no, one to Hoskett, one to the Southern Springs, one to the Dot, and one to the Zill. I think that's a good... I'll take the Zill. I've got yeah. the swarm band clasp. <laughs> Zill swarm. Oh god. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, does that still work against a swarm if they're all medium-sized creatures? <laughs> and inside of you. <laughs> you know, Sharknado is still a swarm, so I think it would count. I think a Sharknado is technically a kaiju at that point. No, because it's not a single entity. I think it's a swarm. Only one way to find out. No, uh... Asher doesn't want to bully the party into going to uh, perdition if if there's a strong feeling to go. Otherwise, he's made his case of what he thinks is the most pressing priority. Asher and Bricks are on the same page, uh, which is enough yeah. to convince Kira, so that's... Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I new mean, guy. has no idea what's going on. He doesn't get any of these references to the previous adventure, so he's just going to go where you guys think to go. And I've already put in my copyright uh, application for Zilfil, the uh, amusement park that will fill you with joy. Oh, no. Uh, we're still really working on the, um, yeah, the taglines. Yes, you'll over-positively enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I'm gonna throw a sense motive to, to see if I get the impression all Elderman's been telling us everything or if he's holding anything back. There we go. Total of a nine. <laughs> seems good to me. Yeah, I mean, he seems forthcoming. Uh, seems like a friendly guy. Certainly friendlier than most of the town so far. Cool. Sounds like spy behavior to me. Let's get him. Red Fangles just say, now, just so we're clear, not a word of, of any of this outside of present company. We're keeping it all on the on the QT, the down low, the 
old Ziplip Staggeroni, as they say around these parts. Do other people say that? Oh yeah, they're always saying Ziplip Staggeroni about their secrets. Well, that's fun. Is Staggeroni like Hamburger Helper? Yeah, it's, it's like that, but um, we found that when you eat it, you, your mouth gets glued shut <laughs> for like 24 hours. So. <laughs> so don't eat stuff that comes out of the bad water. It's, it's the moral of the story, ex- except the, the redfish pretzels. Cool. Yep, we won't say a word. <laughs> Zip lips, staggeroni. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it maybe be a good idea to tell this entire community of well-armed hunters about the monsters up in the hill? Wouldn't they maybe be able to help? Where would we tell them we got this information from? The metal man in the basement. They already, I mean, holds up the broadsheet that he's just been carrying around. It's like the fifth time referencing it. And I'm just imagining it is like the worst depictions of all of us. Like yeah. every time like, we, you hold it up, actually the caricatures have changed. They get worse. worse. Yeah, yeah, totally. By this point, Brixby's just a rat king, just a whole horrible <laughs> mutant, twisting ball of rats. Do you see the distance that Asher is getting on this kicked baby here? <laughs> There's no way that they're gonna listen to us at all. They don't trust outsiders. Look at the joy in his Clearly eyes. Clearly they've depicted me as a iconic anti-paladin. Can we tell the newspaper guy about it and then lie to him on account of how he lied in the paper? Just about the worst person to tell, I'd say. Pin it on all of you in a heartbeat. Well, at least people know about it. What if we could operate his press and print our own paper? Seize the means of production. We'll call it Plan B. The very capable four-star printing zines. Yes. <laughs> Spelled with an X. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe time to get on the road to perdition. Somebody had to say it. Let's Vigo. <laughs> Hanks for the idea. Negative sky medals to both of us. Oh man, you're cormacking me sick. (laughs) (laughs) It was like just the road. Is that what you would have to do? Well, because Viggo Mortensen starred in The Road, and The Road is a novel by Cormac McCarthy. I I was there. Oh, I thought you were making a Mac and me joke. I got it. (laughs) Very detailed map. How far get to Perdition go us? Um, On horses, you can get there in a day. Um, but it'll, and it's miles, so it'll basically take you the day to get there. Mm. It's still early-ish, yeah? Can we yeah, it's just morning. go? Okay. So you can go there and go into a mine at night and see what's what. Can someone just teleport us there? Not for a couple levels. Not for me. a few more levels. Yeah, give it a book or two. Okay. All right, survival check for the weather. It's going to be dark in the mine anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter if we go there at night. I fail. I have a plus one, but I, I don't like to impinge on Asher's meteorological thing. So I had to get a uh, a nine or higher and rolled a seven. 
It's like 14, 20, 4, 7. <laughs> oh, well, you'll just have to live in the mystery. Well, I think um, they they have no reason or ability to, to keep you in town, and I think they, generally speaking, are supportive of the idea of, of taking out this <laughs> Zill threat, even if they don't necessarily believe that it exists. So, um... Red Fang will watch you go, and um, Ivic will hang out back on his porch, drinking his coffee, maybe switch to a mint julep a little bit later in the day. It's, you know, once the sun comes out and it gets hot, you gotta switch to the julep. And um, as you ride your horses on out of Idenvey towards Perdition on the road, of course, Seems as good a time as any to go to bed. Fall off our horses. <laughs> good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. <laughs> night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Property of Network Against the Machine LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are property of Paizo Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by our own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you enjoyed the show, we encourage you to leave us a review. Is that our third person? No, our third person was Shaq. Gary Oldman. I'm I'm not complaining. Oh if we shoot, get, that's right. Okay. If we get the amazing panel to play us in the <laughs> film adaptation of Fight Against the Machine of Keith David, <laughs> Tim Curry, Shaquille O'Neal, and Gary Oldman. I don't know who's playing Kira, but I will pay money to see it either way. <laughs> I have to say, I'm confused who yeah. among that is playing. Yeah, Kira. I would pay money to see Gary any Oldman. of them play Kira. <laughs> Tim Curry he has is Kira. Such range. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Kira is played by uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert era uh not Hugh Jackman, uh, what the heck is his name? Uh, Agent Smith. Uh, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. <laughs> yeah. Love that movie. Anyway. Mm-hmm. We might as well, that word in particular, we've used enough that I'm sure in a court of American law, they would grant us. That's ours now. A trademark. In fact, you're over positive of it. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> Hear that legal? That's another one. Over positive specifically. Oh, I can't say that. I can't. Just, I support everyone else using it, and I will, you know, <clears throat> adhere to the copyright. Izzy is over the stroke. Yeah, we don't want to keep picking just... her on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, it's just There's so... be no more jokes. Until <laughs> we removing the numbers of foods that I can eat safely. I'm just wondering if Zill eggs are like, about the consistency of like a, a yogurt or like a, a baba kind of oh boba yeah yeah, yeah boba. like a like a rogurt it's like a combination of yogurt and roe that's, <laughs> that's truly terrible although i guess like chia seed pudding is similar and that's not mm-hmm. bad
Yeah, that's when I eat chia seed pudding, I am also just like, finally, get to just <laughs> vegan version of Rogert. <laughs> God. <laughs> Let's just call the episode Joe Rogert. <laughs> Sorry. No. We're we cutting all of this out. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, let's Masa go already. All right, you're just going to run out of there laughing and take off into the hills? Or... We made all of these jokes, I believe. And <laughs> in the huddle to each other, huddle, right? not to That's... them. It was yeah. just not, for us. Yeah. Just leaving Alan, which is really weird because he shouldn't get any of the references to the Zill overpositor stuff, but he's making the jokes too. 